Hey, everybody, I'm Dr. Ernest Pugh, and thank you for subscribing to the Worship Leaders Lounge. Now, the Worship Leaders Lounge is a safe haven and a sounding board for those who affect the flow of worship on a weekly basis. I want you to know that you're going to hear valuable insight from some of the world's greatest worship leaders, as well as obtain wisdom and knowledge from some of the most prolific pastors with a heart for worship. So enjoy the podcast. I know it's going to edify, strengthen, and encourage you to stay in the race and keep the faith.
Well, family, today is a special day. I have a special guest that's with me. And when I say special, I mean special. Uh, she hails from the city of Fayetteville, North Carolina. She's a singer, a performer. She's an actress, a loving wife and mother. Uh, one of the, what I call signature singers of the Donna Lawrence and Company. Uh, and you'll hear more about that a little bit later. But above all, she's my friend, she's my sister, and she's our guest today at the Worship Leaders Lounge. Help me welcome Sister Blanche McAllister Dykes. What's up, my Thank girl? Thank you. Hey, Dr. E, I appreciate <laughs> you. Thank you for having me today. Oh, my God, this is just so special to me because, you know, I love to see uh, my family members when they evolve, you know, into what God has put them in the earth to do. And you are certainly doing that. Um, thank you, Lord. Thank you so much for coming on today. you got a lot going it's, on, woman of God. It's so, it's, this is such a pleasure <laughs> and such an honor to be with you today. I think this is so needed. So I'm grateful yeah. that you thought of me. I am grateful that you thought of me. We go way back. So I'm grateful that we you go way back. Matter of yes, fact, we do. I'm gonna let the people know. In 2006, I'm gonna really take you back now. You and I were a part of Marcus Minifield's birthday celebration way back then. Now, fast forward. Well, first of all, the way you blazed that stage that day, woman of God. Oh, I bless you, Elder. I don't know who she is, but I know that this is the beginning of something really, really great. Let me tell you what Thank really you, blessed me. You had the skill. Of course, you had the, you had all my favorite riffs, all my runs. You had the vocal prowess. But above all, you had such a passion uh, during your set for the holy things Thank of God. God. And the people just, oh, my God, the hands were raised. The people, it really was an experience. And unlike a lot of times when you hear people who are as skilled as you, you had both. I mean, you had the anointing, you had skill, you had passion. Of course, you were silly, so we loved your humor. But um, <laughs> to me, you were just a triple threat. And then once we sat down and we talked, you were so just humble and down to earth. And, and Blanche, I believe that's why the world at large just loves you. And uh, I appreciate you for just being you. Thank you so much. That means that really means a lot. I thank God for that. I really do. But I appreciate you saying that. We need to be encouraged mm. and reminded that nothing yeah. that we do, you know, is going unnoticed. Not just by God, of mm -hmm. course. We want God to give us the ultimate, you know, uh, affirmation. But it's also good to know that your peers and people yeah. that you um, you know, have the chance to minister to and with, you know, just appreciate the God in you. Really, really. So Absolutely. Now, fast forward 13 years to last year uh, for Marcus' 50th right. birthday celebration. Once again, you and I were under the same roof. And of course, you How did as you normally it? do. As did you. As did you. I was like, Ernest just walked in the door. He did indeed. And, and set the place ablaze. Absolutely. Yes. I was so glad to see you there, but you've evolved uh, now. One of the things that you shared with me while we were in that meeting is that you're now a worship leader. I want you to tell me yes. all about that. But before you do, I always like to take people back a little bit about some of the first, uh, with some of the first music in your body of work or uh, that you released in the earth. You did a song um, on the uh, Righteous Mind Project with Donna Lawrence called mm -hmm. Spiritual. I want to play that right now to set the atmosphere. We're going to come back and jump into the interview. So everybody hold okay. tight and listen here. D. Lawrence and Copley, but featuring Blanche. feel a soul in it. How many spiritual people in the room tonight? I can't hear y'all. How many spiritual people in the room tonight? Uh, uh, uh. You're not a natural being. Come on, talk to him. Say it. Having a spiritual experience, but, but you're a spiritual being. Yeah, yeah. Living this natural experience. Any witnesses out there?
Isaiah, Little Rodney, Curtis, Phil Lafferty on horn, Javier Solis. Let me feel ya. All right, company, I need y'all to take a breath and take it up. Right here. You are such a natural earnest. You are such a natural. Isn't that amazing? You got in there. You are a natural. How do she? I don't get it. How can God just give some people all the gifts? You go down like you're going to be a tenor, and then you rind up. No, Eve, this ain't about me. This is about you. You are a natural with this. This love that you got. This talking, this, and this is so... I love it. Thank you for letting me sit on your couch. Oh, Amazing. Well, let me ask you this. Um, now, as as this newly appointed worship leader, now, what's the name of the church where you're at? The Brook Pastor yeah. Simeon Moultrie. Yeah, I, I watch a lot of the things that you guys are doing there online, and it is amazing how uh, you guys are. bring in. And you set such an atmosphere. They, they have clips of you. I'm like, I just don't understand how I would be able to pay attention to anything with Blanche up there leading that worship. But <laughs> you, you, find, <laughs> you find a way to really... Uh, balance the beauty and the balance of it and we're going to talk about that a lot because people like you who have so much that you can do um, with the skill level uh, Hart Ramsey uh, compared this narrative when Jesus talked about the talents that he distributed and if they were rated from one to five he said sometimes people have a whole lot of skill but they don't have a lot of a lot of heart so they'll have a five in skill but a one in heart so the, the goal is yeah. to get people with a lot of skill he wants them to have more heart and the people with more heart he wants them to have more skill but you Absolutely. find yourself right there with the beauty of balance how do you do that 
Um, it's, it's all God. God, God really gets the glory for that. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've been singing as long as I could talk, and so mm-hmm. the gift, the gifting part. My parents, you know, were were good at nurturing that piece of it, and of course they kept us in church, so that nurtured yeah. um, the, us knowing what our purpose is. And as time goes on. I don't continue to feed, and I don't know if this is good or bad. I don't feed the gift as much as I feed the heart piece. Um, if you, you can't love people, and you can't love people and worship God. You know, we, he, he talks about you know loving people above all. And so, if we don't love people, which is love and passion go hand in hand. We don't love people, right. and we don't love God. We can't really execute from that place. And I think if we're going to be anything, it ought to be real. It ought to be pure. Um, so I think for I know for me, I spend a lot more time. Um, listening in service than I do out listening. I don't go to a lot of concerts. I go to more. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't mean that in a bad way. I go to concerts, but I'm not one yeah. that, you know, has to be at a concert more so than a church service. I'm still a church girl at heart. I love that. Um, so I really make sure that I spend my private time with the Lord. But mm-hmm. I love being, you know, with God amongst the saints. I do. I love being in an yeah. atmosphere you know, where the saints have come to worship God. And so I continue to feed that. And I, I listen to this. I believe in supporting um, artists and especially new artists. I believe in yeah. supporting and people that may never record. I might just go support their concert, you know, right. because I see what God is doing in them. And I want to encourage people because I know it's so easy to get discouraged um, when you're looking wow. to your left and to your right. But for mm-hmm. me, I continue to stay in that posture of God. What do you want me to do now? How do you want me to move today? And so as long as he's leading me, I can never go wrong. Right. It's kind of like in keeping with the song that you did called Spiritual and that Donna Lawrence. What can we say about him? He's what one of the said? only people. <laughs> that boy can take a, 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 a revelation of a knowledge that he gets from scripture and, and nestle it into a song. When he talks about being spiritual, it's kind of like in the conversation that you just said that we're to not be so much conformed to the world, pressed into the mode yes. of this world, but to be transformed. And the only way you can do it is by renewing your mind, not always with just concerts and music and social events, but you got to get in that word and the Absolutely. mirror of that word. And allow it to transform you, you know, so you can be effective in the earth. And that's why I'm so jealous of y'all to sit under the tutelage (laughs) and the the leadership of a Donald Lawrence. Let Um, me tell you, Donald has taught us many things. Ernest, he's taught Mm. us many things. But one of the things he tells us is that your your riffs and stuff, that'll tickle their ear, but that's not what's going to move them. The word God is what's going to move them. So make sure that you have something to say. Come on. Even eyes are cute. But that's not what's going to change the hearts of people. It's not. Wow. Um, He's so, so profound. So that, yeah, he, he just, he, he really pulls at us to really study the Word of God. He really does.
I'm going to take you to the first segment that we have now. Um, we liken the relationship between a senior pastor and the worship leader to that of a marriage. So the title of this segment is called uh, The Marriage Between the Music Pit and the Pulpit. Now, there's okay. no perfect marriage out here, but if right. we were to compare uh, the marriage, in other words, let me ask you, what would it look like if we had a perfect marriage between the pulpit and the music pit? There would be a, a natural flow. Meaning, mm -hmm. I, I believe, I always say that the, the worship is supposed to prepare the hearts for the word of God that's going to come and seal the deal and bring the conviction or whatever it is God wants to do in that move. Um, then the, birth, the birthing comes. You know, um, so I mm. think I think to me the perfect marriage is the you know the preparation with the worship, yep. mm -hmm. the eating, or mm. I guess in marriage what would that be the 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 work, but it's also the the provision because the word is provided, and then the hearts yeah. are eating and feasting during the sermon. Not that they're not burning, but they're but we're making ready. You know, mm. as, as it relates to worship, then the word comes. The seed is really planted and fertilized, and then you know the service progresses to the birthing of the new life, the new service, the new attitude, the new heart, mm -hmm. the new mind. All of those things are birthed. So it's you know the bride and the groom coming together. Which of course, when I say you know the the word, I'm speaking of the pastor. When I say sure. the worship I'm of the bride, you know mm -hmm. she does her part and he does his part. Of course, God is doing it all. He's overseeing and orchestrating, and you know, for yeah. lack of a better word, the puppet master, which is as our marriages should be. It should be us and God, of course, being the ultimate. And he's speaking to the wife now, handle him this way. And he's speaking to the husband now, handle her that way. Mm -hmm. And out of mm -hmm. that, I'm going to birth what I want to birth, your obedience to what I say. So we have to work together to make sure that, number one, we're communicating. Um, mm -hmm. And I know what I appreciate at my church is pastor has a meeting with us every week and he communicates okay. with us. This is my series. This is where I am. This is what I'm teaching. Um, and we actually have dialogue about um, the, the scripture, the devotional. We have a dialogue about where he is. And in our prayer time, God gives us songs and we go back and forth, you know, with, you know, this is what, this is where I'm feeling led. And um, mm -hmm. yeah, and, it's, and it just becomes a wonderful move of God. It's interesting that you mentioned the series because the next question I was going to ask you is that sometimes pastors go into a series, whether it's on faith or whether it's on giving. And a lot of times I understand that there are things that are taught, but then there are also things that are caught. And so you mentioned yeah, the staff so meeting. I was going to say, what is the best way to communicate that? Should he wait for you to just get it from God or should he just really articulate to you? Listen, I'm teaching on faith. I want all the repertoire that you're presenting to the people to kind of, you know, come along those lines. But you answered that precisely. And I think that's a very important part of communicating. Sit down with your staff and really let them know, uh, because yeah. sometimes it's just like, it's 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 a very dysfunctional type situation sometimes between the senior pastor because um you know sometimes they just think you're gonna based on your experience or based on your uh, relationship with the lord these these revelations are just gonna fall out of the sky but what i've yes. always said I, i've been like a worship leader for about three decades and i worked for a couple of people mm -hmm. and um and working with them, I'm like, hey, I really want to support you, but I need you to, you know, it's okay to just let me know. And they'll say to me, well, Pew, you've been saved so long. You've been walking with the Lord. You've been singing. <laughs> I'm thinking God would just give it. I'm like, well, you will give it. But what's very, very helpful is if you tell me what you want, because I want to support you. I, I want what you Absolutely. want. Absolutely. And it's so funny. First of all, can I say, 30, you can't just throw out 30 years, Ernest. And <laughs> that's a long time. Oh, that's a blessing. Time. That is such a blessing. <laughs> it's such a blessing. But, you know, and it's so funny because uh, Pastor says it like this. You know, we, we come to God as we are, yeah, but we have to bring him something. So I bring mm. him my preparation, and he gives me back what he wants to have. So I take that's him something good. to say, yes, I'm taking I'm making it and then he says, no, let's, you know, let's move in this vein. And then there are times where the flow will change in service, you know, because, you know, it, it's great to serve in a place where there is a connection. And if God flows and moves in another direction, he can start mm -hmm. mid-series and flow in mm -hmm. another area because God is, you know, really breathing another direction in our service. But, oh, um, so yeah, I, I take him something. I, I give God what I have or what he's put in my heart. And then he takes it and molds it into what he wants it to mold. And it flows mm. in another direction. And we'll just kind of keep it moving. Um, yeah. But God is so faithful. And he and the, and the great thing about him is once we get into that quiet place, he lets yeah. us know what he wants us to give back to him. Because he's giving mm. it to us anyway. 
You know, I'm giving right. him my heart. So he's using my heart and making me what, and, and causing me to sing to him what he wants to hear so that we can That's be changed good. in his presence. I love it. So yielded you are. I'm going to put a pin there and I'm going to play this amazing single of yours called Always Bless Your Name. And we're going to come hey. back and jump back in. I love this song. Everybody <laughs> take a listen you. to it. Always Bless Your Name by Blanche McAllister Dyke. Be blessed.
I'll always bless your name with my hands lifted up and my mouth filled with praise. My heart's overwhelmed with joy. Lord, I'll always, I'll always, I promise to always, I'll always bless your, your sweet name. I'm loving this always bless your name. Give me Thank what you. the inspiration was behind this amazing song. So what's funny is a friend of mine, um, he's gone on to be with the Lord. I went to, he had me come, Dr. Um, Frederick Daniels was a pastor in Fayetteville, and uh, mm. he had me to come for his birthday celebration. And they sang it at the close of his celebration, and I was like, I want that song. He was like, it's yours. Like, just like that. Like, <laughs> it's yours. And so, I think maybe a year later, he went on to be with the Lord. And he didn't, he died in January. I recorded it in March. And, um, but when wow. I heard it, it definitely resonated with me because I knew that no matter what, I, I made a decision. Regardless of where I'm, I am, I'm going to bless his name. But it's so mm. funny, honest. I recorded it in March, right? And I, I'll share this testimony with a few people. I recorded it in March. I think it was like the 17th of March, I think it was. I had just found out my husband and I had been married for 10 years. Get this. Come on. We've never been pregnant. We've never been pregnant. Uh, we were believing God for it in, in, in his time, but we've never been pregnant. And so we had just found out two weeks before we recorded that, that we were pregnant. And mm. so uh, we were so excited. And we were just thanking God. And, you know, and then so we did the recording in March. Well, in June, the Lord saw fit to bring our son home. And so I was like, you know, my, my, my vow still stands, Lord. I know that you know what you're doing and who yeah. I trust is you. So in the midst of all of this, in the midst of everything that I'm going through, I'm going to bless your name. And I know that at the end of that is my reward, yeah. you know. So I'm still believing God to, to make good on what he said. But if he does nothing else, he's proven that he's faithful. Absolutely. He's proven Absolutely. that he's faithful. So yeah, that's that's just my that's my testimony. It's like no matter what, I'm gonna bless your name. You're worthy. I'm gonna bless you. You're worthy anyway. You know, and that segues us right into the next segment because we have a segment that is entitled Leading While Bleeding. Uh and it basically which you already have shared, one of the moments in which the pain, the agony, the challenges, the struggle that you're going to, um, your ministry outweighs all of that. So despite all that, you still come and show up for the rehearsal. You still lift yes. your hands. You still do, yes. as you say, blessing at all times. So I would yes. imagine that's one of the more trying times. Yes, absolutely. The most mm -hmm. for me, the most, you know, now I will say as it relates to bleeding, there are different, um, I don't want to say different realms of it, but I'm going to say different mm -hmm. reasons. So some people, sometimes we're bleeding because we've mishandled something or we've been mishandled. Okay. Mm. So there's the pain from, um, from either our actions or misunderstanding, miscommunication, whatever. Then there's the bleeding from just life, just the life is just overwhelming. You know, it may not be anything in particular. Yeah. We just may be overwhelmed. And then there's sometimes there's the bleeding because something is being birthed. You know, and you're being yeah. when you're being birthed and you're being stretched, there is bleeding. Mm. You know, there is. Come so on. We have to know where we are. And yeah. in all of them, like you said, we don't stop serving. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. to transition how we serve. How, so it may be a Sunday where the Lord is saying, I need you just on your face in worship. Pass the mic to your assistant. Let them lead worship. Then yeah. there may be times where he says, no, I need you to press. I'm birthing something. So I need you to take your mind Come off on. of your pain. And as you continue to reach on and pull on me and tug on me, not, the bleeding is not for nothing. I'm, I'm purging, yeah. I'm cleaning, and I'm healing. Bleeding doesn't mean there's no healing. Bleeding just means, so, you know, then, like I said, then there are times where you've mishandled and God is saying, I need you to sit for a while. And, and, and allow me to heal you in your in your private worship more so than your, you know. Yeah. But I think a lot of times, if we we really know, we know when there's a, when when the Lord is saying, I need you to just sit and eat for a while. You know, I look at it as, as serving and eating, like serving the food. So if yeah. you're bleeding but your hands are clean, meaning your heart is pure, and you just know this is God saying you keep moving, then you can continue to serve the food. But if your hands are dirty and you're bleeding because you won't stop wow. and be healed and go clean your hands, then that's not the time for you to have the mic because then you'll begin to serve the contaminated food to the people. You know, but when you're, oh, I believe God, God tells us. He tells us. He lets us know. The Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. he, he's no dummy. <laughs> 
We just have to listen and be attentive, you know, and really discern what the Lord is saying and how he wants us to maneuver. He's faithful. God is so faithful. He really is. I like how you give that analogy, though, with the whole leading and bleeding and the whole feeding. You bring that other uh, portion in there. That is so vitally important. A lot of times when people are going through that moment or that season of bleeding, they, they, they use the word, I can't, I can't, I can't. I'm like, you can. You remove the T off of can't and it says can because Absolutely. a lot of times you have to get under the weight and the, the gravity, the responsibility that God has yeah. put you in. And it's at that point that you discover, you know what? I really can do this. Uh, it's yeah. one of my count, uh, my therapists that I, that I talk to all the time. He says, it's like when you get under the weight and gravity of ministry and that assignment, it's like going to the gym. Your trainer may keep increasing the amount of we weight. Got the whole, you got does. the Holy Ghost. Yes. Yeah, it strengthens yes. that muscle. And you look up yes. and you're like, wait a minute, I'm really doing this. I'm leading while I'm bleeding. I'm not giving yes. in, I'm not giving out, but I'm yes. literally pursuing my purpose uh, in the earth, which is what I was put here to do. So you helping me with that. I may have to add you. So we got leading, bleeding, and then we got the feeding. Yeah, and, 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 and he's the ultimate physician. So if he says you're bleeding, I need you on bed mm. rest. That means private worship. Ooh. That means Listen, worship. just tell me where to yes. cash out my little seed off of you, Evangelist. You're preaching good, woman of God. <laughs> well, I tell you, one of the things, I, and I always enjoy this, one of the things that I want to do, I'm going to go and do a, a, a song at this point. I got a song called God Wants to Heal You Every Way You Hurt to that person who's leading and bleeding. What would you say to them right now in the moment? I will say, if ever there was a time to press into God in your private time, now is that time yeah. because He's going to mm. He's going to give you the discernment as to what it is He wants you to do in that moment. It's never for anything. I mean, or for nothing. It's you're not bleeding for nothing. Blood means yeah. something is working, something is happening. Um, mm -hmm. and a lot of times, that's the indicator that He's doing something. So I would say, Ooh. get into that quiet place where it's, it's you and the Lord. Hear Him mm. completely. Turn off the, all of the noise. Social media come off. TV, put it away. You know, if you could take a couple, a couple of minutes throughout your day, different times of the day, and just really listen. I mean, you know, you're at work. I understand that, but at the end of the day, time, time with God is the only thing that's going to give you direction. Mm. You can't get it from your brother. You can't get it from your sister. You know, God is the only one that can really, really, really lead you in the way of healing and serving. He'll tell you how to do it, when to do it. So really, really, really press into God. Don't give up. Don't give up no matter if it hurts, you stay with him. You stay with God. The old folks say you stay with God, he'll stay with you. And he really yes. has a way of holding you up and healing you. And for you know what, you're healed and you didn't the bleeding has stopped. Yeah. And you're healed and yes. you're stronger for it. You're stronger for it, you know. So That's right. yeah. Mm, stay with God. Stuff. Stay with God. Stay right there where you are, listeners. We're here at the Worship Leaders Lounge with my girl, Blanche. I'm going to play a song called God Wants to Heal You Everywhere You Heard, and we'll be back with more from Blanche. Keep it locked. God wants to heal you everywhere you heard. Everywhere you heard. God Away. God wants to heal you. Yes, he does. Everywhere. Everywhere you hurt. Everywhere you hurt. God. God will see you through. Yes, he will. Take the pain Listen. Away. God shall provide. begin to thank him for the healing right now. Come on all over the building. Just begin to thank him for his healing virtue that's flowing through this building. We speak to organs and tissues all over this building and we say line up with the word of God tonight. Hallelujah. 
Listen. God wants to heal you everywhere you hurt. Everywhere you hurt. God will see you through. He'll take the pain. So now, Blanche, you, um, I've watched you um, blaze the stage in all kinds of stage plays. And then recently, um, well, not long ago, you landed a role in a major film entitled Church, the movie. <laughs> so I wonder, do you bring some of the theater with you to ministry? And if so, how, how do you count, uh, combine the two? It's so funny, Ernest. You know what I think? I think the I think the the, the film or the dramatic and all of that is a part of my makeup. So it was just so funny mm. that Corey would be there have me do that. I remember uh, I was probably about nineteen, and my pastor at the time, Pastor Charles Millette, told me he said, "I see drama in your life." Well, I thought he was talking about my dating, my <laughs> you know, my personal life. Did <laughs> that we give oh, about it just like you're doing? That's what he did when I told him. But he was actually telling me that the Lord was setting me up to go and. and tour with plays and stuff and um mm. so like even now i'm noticing how one of the things that sticks out more than anything is people don't want to just sit and listen to you sing they want to feel mm. something Come they want to hear something they want to feel something and they want to see something so everything has its place um yeah. and i think if anything it's just that being being unafraid to really um display whatever's on my heart. I, I want people to see God. I want people to feel God. I want people to hear God. I'm grateful that they say, hey, I really enjoyed you today. But if at the end of the day, they're not feeling God and they didn't get the message of the song, mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's for nothing, you know. 
So I, to some degree, I definitely bring stage with me. Time, time, of course, is a big thing as it relates to doing plays yeah. and stuff. You have to be on time. You have to yep. know your lines, which means knowing your music, you know, <laughs> lights, camera, and action. Yeah, you got to know, you know, when to come on. go up, when to come down, when to, you mm-hmm. know, and when and being engaged, you know, being engaged with the other, with the, with the audience is probably one of the most important things that um. Sure. That you know that you get from theater. So to some degree, that has to you have to bring that with you as well. Well, let me ask you this: How did you? I know when I was touring with Michael Matthews, we did eight shows a week. You know, that's including the matinees and all that. What are some yes. of the key elements that you think I use to preserve your voice to last for all eight shows? Rest, water, mm-hmm. and diet. But let me tell you what's been helping me a lot lately is that little mm-hmm. steamer. Yes, God. Yeah. Latrice Payne put me to that little steamer. Well, you know, it's, really? it's an actual steamer that you put on your face. Really? Yes, Lord. Oh, okay. You can get it at CVS. You can get it um, from Amazon, of course. But I, that little steamer helps me. Um, I, so I do it 20 minutes before um, I leave to go and minister. And you mm-hmm. don't talk for them 20 minutes. Okay. Um, so that that helps me when I have extensive. I don't do that if I just have like, you know, one or two. Like we do four services on Sunday. So what? Yes, we do. So, but you oh come on, God. Holy Spirit for wisdom. So me and my leader do two and two. Glory to God. What we have for services. <laughs> um, <laughs> so in those instances, yeah, in those instances, I you know so rest, diet, of course, the, the stuff that we do know, no dairy, no caffeine. Now the only trick for me is if I know that I'm still asleep and I and my warm ups. I'm still asleep. I try to do coffee about an hour before. I know that's a no-no. But for me, <laughs> I know my voice. I know what works for me. As long as I do yeah. it within, you know, an hour before, I'm okay. But waking okay. waking up my voice, um, that helps a lot. And, you know, just okay. the laughing and talking and all the clowning that we do, <laughs> it's never a good idea. It's just so hard. Like, when we you get together, you know, it's hard not to do that. But that, of course, helps. <laughs> Well, let me lighten it up a little bit. What are three things that, that you love to do? And I know they're hilarious. I'm trying to brace myself now. Three things that people would not know about Blanche. Three things they would not know about me. Um, I love sci-fi. I don't know a lot of people know that about me. I do love sci-fi. You know, that's a little taboo when it comes to church. Oh, um, wow. I do love sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Um, I played violin for like eight or nine years. What? I did. I did. I played violin. Um, and the third thing would be, I don't know. I'm kind of shy. No, I'm not shy. That's a lie. Forgive me, Lord. <laughs> I don't know. In what life? Right. <laughs> wow. Right. I don't know. I don't have a third one. Okay. Well, what's coming up? Because you did an amazing recording. Let's talk about the release date on this recording. So, yes. Lord, we, um, we did a recording the latter part of last year on Myron, Myron Butler produced um oh, wow. the record mm. yeah and uh and we had a lot of great music and a, one, some, a lot of wonderful writers um for this record and so we wanted to release it the first quarter but it's looking more like the end of the second quarter this year um gotcha. and if nothing else we're going to release a single within the next two months um okay. so i just i don't know it's just stay i just tell people stay tuned we're trying to get it get it out as soon as possible just making sure that we yeah. You know, crossed all our T's and dotted all our I's. I've heard rave reviews about it, and I cannot wait for that to come. Well, how do people catch up with you on social media? Well, on social media, it's BMAXING, B-M-A-C-S-I-N-G-Z. That's at uh, face on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, and, of course, my website, com. All, of course, one word. Um, yeah. That's how you meet me. And if ever you're in Columbia, wow. South Carolina, you can come mm-hmm. to the book, the city's church. It's in Columbia, South Carolina on Park Lane Road. Wow. I love it. Well, Blanche, thank you so much for coming on. You have been a blessing. They're always very refreshing. And we're excited about all that God is getting ready to use you to do in this next thank season, you. woman of God. Thank you, Dr. Ernest. And I thank God for you. I pray that God continues to breathe on everything you do everything thank you and this is so thank wonderful you. that you're giving back like like this to, to really empower other worship leaders and churches so i thank god for you absolutely well you heard it here at the worship leaders lounge that's going to do it for me shout out to my special guest blanche McAllister dyke and to all of our listeners who are listening by way of stream or even with our podcast thank you so much and keep staying on the wall doing what god has called you to do and remember in the midst of everything go ahead and say 
saying up in here? Somebody make some noise in here.